0: Hashtag Kangaroos. Hi, this is Ben McHire from the North Island Footy Club and you're listening to another episode of the Hashtag Kangaroos podcast. Here is your host, Dean Vasick.
1: Let's go Kangaroos! David Uniac getting early positions. Cunnington for the Start. Cunnington for 35! They cover from everywhere and the party starts early for the
0: number 10. What a wonderful, wonderful scene. Welcome to another episode, my name is Dean Vassie, you can find me on X at hashtag Kangas, Instagram hashtag Kangaroos Podcast, TikTok hashtag kangaroos1. So before we start tonight and preview uh, the AFLW game coming up and review our AFLW win last weekend, there is something I want to talk to you about. Uh, Harry Sheezel, who is a North Melbourne AFL sporting icon and the winner of the Rising Star Award in 2023, uh, Hayley Savage has done... Uh, portrait of Harry Sheasel, which is quite stunning. Um, Haley did send me a, a photo of that portrait, and you can check it out at au if you wanted to uh, look at it. Uh, so Hayley, H-A-Y-L-E-Y, S-A-V-A-G-E-Art.com.au. It's a brilliant portrait. Um, And think of art as as an investment. Uh, Always goes up in price, especially Harry Sheasel. I mean, obviously, he's going to be one of the best players in the competition for uh, years to come. So this is an easily frameable square print on high-quality 250 GSM paper. I don't know what the GSM stands for. Sorry, Hayley. From an original artwork created with acrylic paints and eight sheasel boxes so get this fabulous portrait to brighten up your lounge bedroom or bathroom those charismatic eyes greeting you for any place in the house give the gift of sheasel on sheasel uh every painting comes in a handy tube and can be posted worldwide order now to get in time for christmas for the north melbourne lover of in your life i think i'm going to get one It looks really mint who knows you you might even be able to get in a sign it would just just um yeah add, uh, a lot more value and if you uh get one now you can use a promo code for shiesel um shiesel on shiesel just uh type in rising star in the primary code and you will get a 10% discount. So yeah, look at that. So if you've got any questions, um, just go to haleysavageart.com.au have a look at the portrait and any questions, um, get, just start DM me, send me a message and look out for that. So anyways, um, tonight I'm joined by AFLW regular Claire Cosy and North Melbourne superstar in Sarah Wright. Uh, We talked about how impressive our first up win was last week against the Saints, Uh, a team that uh, should be, on the improve, especially with the off-season recruits, but the game was over at halftime. Uh, we kept them scoreless. Uh, the Saints had a good third quarter, but outside of, of that, uh, it was a comprehensive p- performance overall. It was good to get Sarah right on to get her views on, on how uh, she's seen the game and also clear from a supporter's point of view. So let's bring on those lovely ladies right now to talk about the game last week and preview our game coming up against the Blues on Sunday as well regular guest for the AFLW in Claire Cozzie, as well as North Melbourne defender, the rock of our back line in Sarah Wright. Now, I'll start with you, Sarah. And it felt like a long off-season like I spoke to you off the air. And I'm sure you girls were just hanging for the season to start after a long uh, pre-season. And it definitely showed. And the coaches, players, they must have been impressed with getting a 40-point win first up against a team that should be on the up this season and be the big improvers, especially with the off-season recruiting.
1: Yeah, um, I, I think as I said to you, um, we probably had one of our um, best and, and biggest off seasons. I think um, the pre or oh, losing to Melbourne last year, um, I think a lot of girls were pretty keen to get back into it straight away, and there wasn't much break, if any. I think there was a few that went on holidays for a bit, but everyone was pretty much straight back into it, um, and it and it's proved in some of our fitness testing, and and yeah, the way that we came out over the weekend, I think. Um, we just managed to get the start, and we we did the same thing against the Bulldogs in the practice game. Got ahead and and managed to play well three out of four quarters, which is nice. But um, yeah, they weren't. They certainly um, brought the pressure in the third quarter, but I think yeah, we were able to handle handle that well and and get the win, which is nice for round one.
0: Oh, oh definitely. I mean, Claire, it was a complete team performance. The, the back one kept the Saints scored in the first half. Jazz Ferguson did an outstanding job, and Jesse Wardlaw, Bresnahan is a very under. Rated player by the outside people that aren't within the four walls, I assume, as well as Sarah Wright, of course. I mean, the midfield of Garner, rodella and me, me, King, were outstanding, especially in the absence of Jenna Br- uh, Bruton. And the forward line of Sheila, Randall, uh, O'Loughlin, all look threatening all afternoon. How did you see the game?
2: Um, yeah, touching upon what Sarah said about the – I mean, I'm, I'm sure Sarah probably felt it a little more than I did, but I was gutted after that loss to Melbourne. I thought we had them and in that third quarter as we kept on peppering away at them and their defence hold such a resilient wall against us in that prelim, I thought that that was going to burn in their stomachs all pre-season and the way Jazzy Garner started the first 30 seconds – of that game just kind of solidified to me, you know, no pressure, Sarah, but like lids off. Like it's like, this is, this is like, they're just so, they're so in the zone. They're so ready. I think that, um, you know, Ruby being the small forward had a, like, you know, it was so great to see her te- debutante goal. Yeah. It was great to see Shearlaw, um, you know, cap off a really hard long preseason with all her running and, you know, really, show her um, incredible assets than what she was with her team. I also saw this amazing video of um, Crocker in the rooms afterwards highlighting Randall and what she'd achieved and how she kind of bounced back. And it was just really special. And I know that that would have been even more special for you, Sarah, inside those four walls. But I guess as as a member, as a supporter, you do get such great access to these sort of really special moments. And then you feel like you're along for the journey. So Yeah, I guess for for me as a fan, I was so gutted after that prelim and then it was incredibly special to see how the girls kind of rebounded and have set, I guess, a new level in which how they want to compete in 2023 and I think, is it season nine now we're up to or season eight? What are we? Uh,
0: Good question. I think it's nine at the moment. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It was really special. It was really nice to see, yeah, those little moments. Sheila's goal was really, really nice. Even how it was all set up as well with looking in board, the handball from Adele, and then Bala eddie chipping across. It was just, yeah, it was really, really nice. And I just felt, this is it. Like <laughs> I said, Sarah, there no pressure on Yeah. You know? Um, no, it's, it was really great to see that rebound and that, that focus. What about you, Dean? Did you enjoy the win?
0: Oh of course, yeah. Especially uh, watching the uh, men all season, like it was just nice. Uh, <laughs> you know, like the first half, I go, "What the hell is this? This is a complete dominant performance." You no, know.
2: it's the opposite. The women are literally the antidote to the men.
0: <laughs> yeah, they no, are so... We don't want like to talk about the men too much, but no, uh, yeah. Uh, Jessie Wardlaw, now she is a mountain of a girl, but Jazz Ferguson kept it to one behind and one mark for the game. Did you girls in the back line have any specific instructions for her or was it just a team defence focus? Because the Saints had 24 inside 50s for only six scoring shots. And even though they dominated the third quarter, they still only put one goal on the board. And I forgot to mention, you kept them – well, I did mention it before, but you kept them scores as well in the first half.
1: Yeah, um, uh, I don't think really there was much um, hype or or instruction around Jessie. Like she is a good player, and and we always have um, some matchups that we wanna we want to go with. But um, I think it's more around just team first. We know Jazz is gonna Jazz Ferguson is gonna get the job done on on any of the forwards. She's probably up there with the, the top five defenders in the league. Um, so I might might be biased there, but um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we knew she was going to get the job done. We just needed to focus on um, just um, team first. And, and we yeah, like I said, she got the job done for us. And I think um, everyone just, as, as soon as she's up and about, everyone um, buys into that. And, and yeah, nah, she did a really good job.
0: Yeah, I mean, she gets the... Um, number one forward pretty much every week, and she does a good job. She gets the Taylor Harris's. I mean, this week she's probably going to get Darcy Vessio. Um, So, yeah, uh, full credit to her. She just plays her part. Very underrated player. Uh, Claire, I thought the new girls fitted in well. Eliza Shannon, Lulu Puller, uh, Kate Sheila in particular, look like they are going to play a big part this season, as well as uh, uh, Ruby uh, Tripodi. I mean, having Sheila up forward, uh, I think will make us take that next step. And if we had her last season, I'll say it right now, we would have beaten Melbourne last year in the prelim, especially yeah. our third quarter. Uh, but, geez, when that ball went on the outside, we were worlds apart from them. And we showed our class, in particular, Garner Riddell and Mia King, who took our opportunity of playing more midfield time. And even uh, Taylor Gatt. Um, mm, Taylor really Gatt was amazing.
2: With... Yeah. Even Tess yeah. Craven, when she gets the ball in, in her hand sometimes, I'm like, oh, what's going to happen now? Like, it's exciting. Um, I think Lulu Pollard was really, really well secured by Arden Street in the off season. In terms of when Brooke Brown moved to Essendon, she had a phenomenal season, finding that kind of that role across the half back and playing kind of that kind of pushed into the wing, and she would take a lot of inter- intercept marks and do a bit of run and carry with Car- with Carney and um, with Brosnanahan. So. I think Lulu Puller and Eliza Shannon are really good recruits in that sense. I think Eliza Shannon was from Hawthorne. um, And then I think Ruby Tripodi was from Williamstown potentially. So, you know, Arden Street slash North Melbourne have done a lot of recruiting in that sense. I think that's really smart. They've topped up with seasoned players who know, and then Lulu Puller from Brisbane. So they're not new-new. They're kind of just, yeah, like we said, kind of topping up and, and putting together some of those players that maybe could have got us across the line in that prelim to, um, against Melbourne last year. So smart recruiting, um, and have slotted in really nicely. And as I said, when Bruton is sort of fit and ready after a calf strain, I think she walks back into the side, but the best position you can ever be in with AFRW is that you've got such depth and there's such competition for spots. Um, so yeah, we're in a really, really great place. Even seeing Gavalis, I know she had an interrupted season last season. She looks really happy and excited to sort of ideally put together a whole 10-season-plus finals. Um, yeah, it's looking really good. It's really exciting. Um, the Carlton game will be really good. I think it's one of those games where, without you know going way too much into the preview, though, I think it'll be really exciting for people to get down to Arden Street. I love our spiritual home. I think it's such a great place to play footy and – You know, it'd be really great to see the new recruits come and play
0: live. Yeah, definitely, yeah. No, uh, looking forward to this Sunday. I think it's supposed to be a bit cooler, 15 degrees and overcast, but uh, that that won't matter Mm. too much. Uh, Sarah, I'm curious to know what uh, Crocs' instructions were at three-quarter time, because like you said, we played three out of... uh, Four quarters on the weekend. I mean, the Saints got the game on their terms, and it felt like we got sucked into their game a bit. Playing a contested well game as well, uh, being physical with us, which led to a couple of ill-discipline acts off the ball. What did Crocs have to say? Because it was a good response in that last quarter.
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, I think there's been a lot of talk about us only really being able to to get three out of four. Quarter's done, and and we've sort of um, had a little bit of a focus over that on that over the off season. Um, it was just mainly just go back to what to North Footy. Um, don't get so caught up um, in what they're doing. They they did bring their pressure in, in that third quarter, and I think the last uh, ten or so minutes were played in our back half, which is not the way we want to play. Um, so yeah, the me- message was just um, go back to what works with our for us. Um, don't buy into any of the. Um, stuff happening off the ball or anything like that Um, and then yeah I I think like you said they they got us in the contested footy I think they were up by four or something in that quarter which is not the way um, we want to play so yeah it was just focus on that um, and get the basics right first and and then yeah get back to the way um, we want to play.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, I think Garner only had one possession. They put like, they seem to put a little bit more time and effort into her in the third quarter, trying to stop her at the stoppages. But, uh, look, uh, Claire, I think, um, yeah, it's probably the only negative out of the game. Um, but I think it was more – I don't know if we took the foot off the pedal. Um, it was more the response from St Kilda. I thought it was a really yeah. good response. But, um, I yeah, I mean, true. that's the only negative I can think of out of the game. But uh, it's probably – you're really nitpicking there, aren't we?
2: Yeah, I think with respect to St Kilda, you've got to remember, you know, as much as I love North, there are two sides out there. And, you know, it is it, you know, I'm kinda of glad and it shows a little bit of maturity and growth in Saint Kilda that as a team that they had people like Chochi and Lambert and you know they recruited Serene Watson and, and players like that. So it shows that they are, you know, a team that are building their building blocks and it's nice to see that they had a response. I'm not sure whether last season St Kilda would kind of pull out that third quarter so I think it with credit I think you know it is a two-sided game um, and it's great that North dominated three quarters but it's yeah it's a respectful thing to say that you know St Kilda were able to employ their strategies and their tactics but you know I think North learned a lot from that as well then and then okay then how do we shift momentum and how do we go back to playing our brand so that's really important, I think. And that's good Like to build towards our game against Carlton on the weekend. And then I think especially when we're challenged by the Cats in round three, that's going to be you know, huge if we can build up to putting four quarters of North branded football together before we play Cats. I think that will be really, really important. So, yeah, look, I, I enjoyed watching. I really like Olivia Vesely. I thought she had a really good game. I think there were, yeah, some Saints players that, that definitely – showed a bit more fights in that third quarter, and it was good to see North kind of challenge that in the fourth, which is great.
0: Yeah, I, I think they'll be around, you know, the mid-table mark, St Kilda. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot there now. Um, and, and like you said, they've recruited pretty well. So, yeah, yeah I mean, not that we have to worry about them anymore. But, um, yeah, look, I, I don't think it's a bad opposition, is what I'm saying at the end yeah. of the day. I mean, Sarah, when you're in the back line watching the game ahead, do you do what probably me and Claire do in the stands and just being awe of what Jasmine Gardner does out on the football <laughs> field? 29 touches, 7 tackles, 11 clearances, 476 metres gained, 7 scoring moments and a goal within 30 seconds uh, of the start of the game. I mean, she's unbelievable, isn't she?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I'm lucky enough I get to see it from a pretty good seat um, right out there on the field. No, nah, she's just – the amount of work that she's done over the off-season um, – the the running um she's probably top five in our team in that aspe- aspect and and all the gym work she does um she's just a real professional um i think it, it probably the loss last year um hit her or one of the um, most in our team um and that's just shown it the way she's come back um she's an incredible leader um like she plays the way everyone everyone on the team wants to play and and once she starts playing that way. I think everyone really jumps on her back. So, yeah, we, we're pretty lucky um, to have someone like that in the team. And, yeah, the, the way she started is incredible. I think um, she's probably overdue for that um, W award at the end of the year. Absolutely. So yeah. not, not that, that um, she's pr- the most humble person, um, not that that is driving her. It's probably more t- team success. But, um, yeah, I think if any year, um, this is the one for her.
0: You'd think so, but who knows what the umpires think. I think she, (laughs) yeah, I mean, the first four rounds last year when she didn't get a vote after being pretty much best on ground in all those games, I I think it just, uh, you can't have confidence in what the umpires think. So, yeah, but, uh, look, I mean, she was rewarded with the AFLW All-Australian captaincy. So, I mean, Claire, do you think she's the best player in a comp right now?
2: Yeah. I mean, she is. (laughs) She absolutely is. There's, yeah, I, I mean, like Ellie Morfitt, I think, from Sydney had an incredible game um and you know the rankings of terms of you know week by week she I think had a phenomenal game but in terms of sustained experience success um yeah longevity in the game it's absolutely Jazgana by like the length of the of the straight like she's just and don't get me wrong that's no disrespect to, you know Monconti and I think Georgie Press as well as another great midfielder but Yeah, she's just a class above. And, you know, like if I'm getting really – and I I did get weird about this, so I apologise. But, you know, she had 73% game time and she still racked up, 29 possessions and a goal. And Mm. I think, and like, you know, Georgie racked up 34 and was on for 91%. So it's not – and it's also about the quality of her possessions. She's just so good at looking inside or finding the spare – or creating space or a goal assist, you know. It's it's the quality of her capacity to open up a game or to find a pocket or to do something really special with the ball. You know, I, I said this once and I'll say it again. She's a combination of like, you know, Bonson Pally meets Pendlebury meets Toby Green. She's just, yeah, I I can't speak highly enough of her. I think that she's the best. Um, and I, I feel bad though because, you know, she's surrounded by, um, Ridal, who I think is amazing as well, and Mia King um, and amazing other athletes. But she just seems like she walks on her own grass, like she's got so much time and composure. And, yeah, it would be an absolute thrill. I imagine Sarah to play with her and train with her and just, you know, be in her presence. Because yes. <laughs> um, she, yeah, she's pretty incredible, I think, as an athlete. And it's so great. I mean, I think I'd admire her if she was in any club. It's just amazing that she plays for our club. So
1: that's a nice feeling, you know?
0: Do you ever get, uh, Sarah, do you ever get matched up on a, a training in a one-on-one drill or anything like that?
1: Oh, yeah, she gets thrown forward a fair bit and and I'm, uh, being that little bit shorter, I'm lucky enough to get to play on her. Um, <laughs> it's it's not fun. She's probably, you don't realise how strong she actually is. Um, she just moves you off the ball. Um, so it's it's. I'd like to say it's pretty even, but I think she's got me there. Um, no, nah, she's she's yeah. Don't like when she comes forward.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, trying. Well, at least that's good competition for you. So at least, uh, yeah, you're not going to play on anyone that good in the game. You wouldn't have to. So yeah, it's good practice for you. Uh, I guess we move forward to this Sunday and going against the Blues who had a first up upset win against the Suns over the weekend. Uh, do you expect a tough uh, contest at our spiritual ground at Harden Street, uh, Sarah?
1: Um, yeah, like I watched a bit of them against the Suns on the weekend and, and the pressure they brought was um, pretty, compared to, to what I thought they did last year, um, completely different team. So yeah, I think um, they're definitely going to come out firing um, and that's something that we need to, to be on top of. Um, yeah, they definitely showed good signs on the weekend. So it certainly won't be easy.
0: No, uh, I mean, the thing is with uh, AFLW, I mean, there's only 10 rounds, so you can't afford to you – know, no slip-ups. Like, whereas in AFL, you know, it's 23 rounds. If you, you know, drop a game, like, against the, you know a bottom-half team, you, you sort of got the next week, you know, still got the rest of the season to catch up. So, whereas AFLW, it's it's still uh, very tricky. So, you've got to bring the, you know, the, you know, um, the good performances every week. Uh, Claire, the Blues just hung on last week. Maybe a couple more minutes might have been a different story because Gold Coast, we're finishing hard. But I think our our girls will be up for uh, our first game at Ard Street this year, and i will be up for the challenge.
2: Yeah, look, I, again, I'm very conscious that Sarah's here, so I don't feel like I want to put a lot of pressure on her. But, yeah, Yeah. I I, I penciled this in as a win, Um, not only just because, you know, it's it's at our home ground, but I also feel like... You know, you, we look at Carlton and I think there are in, if they're being real with themselves, they're on a rebuilding stage. Um, yeah. You know, they do have Kez Harrington as a, as a great, fantastic leader um, and who is a bit an older ahead. And then Darcy Vessio and they um, a great down forward, with Jess Pos. But if you yeah. actually look at the team, it's quite young still and, and quite an experience. So in terms of balance um, and ageless and experience and just – Overall kind of ranking, I think North have them well and truly covered. Um, of course, the last thing you want to do before a game, though, is, is pump up a team and then they go out and kind of just, you know, don't perform as well as they should. Um, so, look, it, it'll be fascinating to see how North goes. It's such a tricky a tricky area, I imagine, Sarah, because you want to win and you don't want to think too much about percentage because you are just there to do the job and, and win the game. But then you also know how important percentage does become towards the end of the season, you know, like towards deciding the top four, it could really play a massive impact in finals and things like that. So Yeah,
1: definitely. I think the, like you said before, the the four-quarter efforts, I think that's, um, it comes a little bit to play in that. We actually sometimes take our foot off, or what feels like we take our foot off the gas. And and we want to really, if we're going to beat a team, we want to beat them by a lot. So, yeah, that's something definitely we worked on. So hopefully um, we can get that done on the weekend yeah
0: yeah i guess that's been our sort of achilles heel a bit in the previous years we've always seemed to put in three out of four quarters um and we seem to like you said maybe sarah we're well in front like we were at halftime on the weekend and maybe you just drop off that couple percent and the opposition just lift it you know a couple percent it makes a bit of a difference but um yeah look i suppose it's uh good to have a goal to achieve i mean in saying that do you do girls have, like, short-term uh, goals and maybe long-term goals or is it just week by week and just focusing on opposition there? Um,
1: yeah, I think oh, a bit of both. We obviously are all really hungry to win the Premiership this year, but Croc's um, worked a lot um, with us on just taking it moment by moment, sort of um, quarter by quarter. Um, and, and like we did on the weekend, um, something he said um, around just, just going back to what, like, forgetting the first three quarters and starting again. And I think um, that's re- going to be really important for us this year, just to take it moment by moment um, and then, yeah, re- reset and be able to go again, um, switch back on. So, yeah, I, I mean, I guess ultimately we want to win the Premiership, but it, but it's nice to to be able to take it moment by moment and actually enjoy what what is happening at the time. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I'd love to win Premiership too.
0: Yeah, of course. I think we all would, especially the players, the playing group. So yeah, but um, yeah, I mean the Blues have you know Darcy Bessio and Moody seemed to play forward last week as well. A good challenge again for you and Jazz Bergerson, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, like Darcy's a quality player. Um, I think I might get the job on her if um, Moody plays up forward this weekend, which is which is never nice. Um, Darcy like yeah she's very crafty so something that I'm not really used to I'm used to those tall forwards that that can just get the overhead mark and don't have to do much so yeah it'll be a good challenge um but I think again like we've got lies to come she's in our back line now um like you said the four flash we've got just quality players all over so um I'm not really that stressed about it um we'll, we'll see how we go on Sunday but yeah like like I said I've got teammates around me that um, help me do the job and help Jazz do the job. So, yeah, I think we'll be fine.
0: Yeah, I, I, there's no dramas with her. Uh, Claire, I think uh, Sarah will take care of Darcy Vessier.
2: Yeah, I I, I completely agree and I have full confidence. But she's like, sorry, they're they're bloody crafty. <laughs> they're, just, yeah, they're, yes. clever. Yeah, they're clever
0: forwards. Yeah. yeah,
2: slippery and crafty and very unique with different skill sets. So, look, I'm not jealous of you, Sarah. But um, no, it'll be it'll be a great game and it'll be great to see, you know, um, Darcy play. Even if they do play well, as long as they don't kick too many, it's sort of like as long as we win, um, it's, it's, I kind of have this thing. I'm like, I enjoy watching really good players play good football. So, you know, it'll be fine for me, but maybe not for you, Sarah. So.
0: <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, oh, you seem to, like Sarah Insana, you seem to like, it sounds like you're saying you're going to embrace the challenge. Like you're look, almost looking forward to the challenge of playing against you know, one of the best forwards. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, oh, I think this year my confidence has probably grown um, a lot off the back of last season. So when I do get those challenges, um, it's really exciting for me. Um, I, I felt like my first couple of seasons I kind of – um, didn't get a, a decent matchup, um, and that's no disrespect to anyone that I've played on, but now I'm sort, sort of starting to get, um, yeah, those big-name players, um, which is amazing for me. Um, mentally, I feel like I prepare better. So, um, yeah, well, bring on the weekend, I guess.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds good. Um, I won't give you, get your prediction for the game, Sarah. I assume you're confident we're going to win, but I'll get your <laughs> prediction for the game, Claire.
2: Um, oh, God, I don't want to sound too confident, but... <laughs> Honestly, like us by 42 points, if not more, like, yeah, I, I just, I see Sheer Law. I, I, I can see like Carnie streaming down and kicking one. Like I just feel like it's, this is a really great place for North Melbourne to play footy. I think they're going to be very excited. I think the girls will feel like they want to put on a bit of a show. So I'm hoping it's a goal fest Um, and I'm, I'm going to just change ends and just keep on going to the end that North are kicking down. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, I think North comfortably plus maybe seven goals. Again, I know that sounds really arrogant um, and that's very easy to say from my position in the, uh, on the hill with a beer. And I'm sure Sarah, you know, again, don't want to put that too much pressure. But I just, I feel like, you know, this is a game where they, they put all those mini missing pieces together. And they really um, enjoy their footy. I, I think that's what also I'm very much looking forward to is watching this team put together a four-quarter per- performance where they enjoy and you can visibly see them enjoying their footy. So that's my final prediction, north by plus seven. What about you, Dean? How are you feeling?
0: Yeah, I, I think it'll be over five goals. Um yeah, I, I think our midfield is just far too strong. They've got a couple of young uh, girls in there. They that, that, that looked all right over the weekend, but uh, this is a different kettle of fish playing against um, yeah our midfield. And like you said, uh, Claire, they're, they're in a bit of a rebuilding phase. They've lost a lot of players yeah. over the last two or three seasons. But, um, yeah, you can't underestimate anyone at the end of the day. Uh, Sarah, I just want to ask you about uh, – there were high scores over the weekend. Uh, I thought it was a good round one uh, for a lot of games. Um, there were high scores, I felt like, over the weekend um, – um, did the added, like, well, I think it's a, a couple more minutes, a quarter, did, did you feel that on the ground? Did you feel like the quarters were a bit longer um, over the weekend or did you just, just think the same as last season and so, before that?
1: Um, no, I didn't really notice the the quarter length. I think a couple of um, quarters last year went went that little bit longer. No, I, I, I was thinking about this the other day. I, th- I think it's more the quality of um, – the or the standard of the game at the moment. Um, just – like our, our forward line, for example, like um, I don't know how many scoring shots we had, but um, last year I don't think we would have had half of that. Um, so, yeah, I think it's more to do with the standard of, of like how far we've come since, I guess, season one to now. And, and we are able to put those biggest scores on the board, um, which is nice. I know there's still going to be some games that are quite low scoring, but um, I always relate that more to pressure than anything. Um, But, yeah, uh, like I said, yeah, I think I just think the standard's gone up and, and yeah, that is um, reflecting on the scoreboard.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, from what I've seen from the first round, I didn't watch every game. Uh, I've seen a little bit, but it seemed like the standard was a lot better. And it seems like there's a few younger girls coming through. We just talked about Carlton and uh, they've got some good young talent coming through. So, yeah, which is only bodes well for, you know, AFLW. I mean, with the World Cup that just uh, recently happened and the big attendances and the you know, publicity they got, I mean, it gives you hope, doesn't it, Sarah, that the AFLW product is can get on the right track and be you know, a viable product.
1: Yeah. Um, again, I, I was actually thinking about this the other day too. You, you see, um, like in my area, the, the amount of advertising that the AFL have put out for this season, I think it's totally different. Um, I, I just feel like it, it, it's a different um, product that... That we're bringing and that the AFL are putting out. So hopefully, yeah, lo- like the World Cup did for soccer, um, that does for the AFL. Um, yeah, you can you can definitely see the girls coming through now. That that I think maybe last year or the year bef- or or whenever it was that those girls actually had the full pathway through from um, Auskick to to now, which is sh- certainly showing in the game. So yeah, I, I hope it continues to grow the way it is.
0: Yeah, I mean, Claire, I guess, yeah, we, we, we uh, DM'd each other that um, it's a bit disappointing that it's still only 10 rounds, isn't it? Oh, uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. again, I, I'm not as probably as, as frustrated as some of the players, but I think about the incredible amount of time, effort, resources, money, unpaid money that these athletes, coaches and staff put into um, changing their lives and, and doing these sort of things for them to only get, 10 rounds is, yeah, it's beyond a joke. Um, I think, yeah, look, if I was in charge, Nicole Livingston wouldn't have a job anymore and um, <laughs> we'd make it 18 teams, um, you know, but, you know, you take what you can get and I'm super excited and I'll always support AFRW and I'll always be its biggest cheerleader and, and it's critic in the sense that I think that sometimes Dean I think sometimes the AFL community you know really rallies together in spite of some of what the AFL actually W does to to the, the players and the, and the fans um, but look yeah we can only keep on kind of fighting and rallying and I think you know when I talk to people I say flick it on go to games buy memberships buy scarves and Trying to engage with the game because we know that when we have more eyeballs on it or more ears or whatever it may be that it shows strength in numbers and it shows that it, it's such a important and, and incredibly amazing product um it just hasn't got its limelight and but i, I do hope the matilda effect um has plays a big part in, in supporting women's sport in this country and i'm hoping to see that shine on the afrw um a little bit more but yeah, look, we, yeah, I could, again, I could write a thesis on how much I despise the 10 rounds. I think it's really unjust and unfair, um, but yeah, we've got it. We've got nine more to go plus final there, right? And then another flag. So let's just <laughs> kind of move, move with that, I guess, and take what we've got.
0: No, that's it. It's better than nothing at the end of the day, unless we get to watch uh, 10 rounds and plus finals, uh, hopefully. So yeah. And also in saying that memberships are on sale through the club website, only $75, which gets you free entry to home games. And if you get a membership now, Sarah Wright will personally give you a cool handshake, won't you, Sarah?
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that sounds good. All right. So I've got some fun questions for you now, Sarah. Now, you don't have to be too in-depth with these answers, but I'll go with them anyway. Yep. Uh, funny teammate? Oh,
1: uh, well, this one's a tough one. We've got a few. Um, I, I feel like maybe Talia Randall. She does a, a couple of funny things. Um Ash Riddell, they're all probably Ali Gavales. Um, yeah, there's a few that the that, uh, that jokes, jokes is in the team.
0: Oh, nice. Uh, cheapest teammate or biggest tight-ass?
1: <laughs> um, I'd have to go um, with my cousin there, Ash Riddell.
0: Yeah, I've heard that uh, a few times. Uh, Toughest teammate?
1: Toughest. Um, Probably Carney. Um, Just the stuff that she puts up with, um, just gets on with it. Yeah, Carnes.
0: Uh, Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Your nickname and why?
1: Um, My nickname is Righty, um, and it's pretty (laughs) obvious it's my last name. (laughs) It was Lefty for a while there, but I think that's... That oh, see, that's pretty...
0: a good one. Yeah, that is yeah. good. I like that. I, I, yeah, yeah no, I'm going to call you lefty. So <laughs> next time, uh, no, it's like our uh, Tess Craven's got TikTok test. So that's
1: oh, Yeah. So every
0: time when I was watching on the weekend, I kept saying TikTok test, TikTok test. Every time she got me the board. um lefty, I like it. Best fashion sense of the club.
1: Yeah. Oh, this one's. I actually was thinking about this. Is it's tough because there's some questionable fashion senses in our team. Um, probably some of the older girls that just like flash me i would say me probably um no yeah there's some questionable outfits choices so yeah that's probably the hardest question
0: okay what about worst fashion sense? is that easier
1: oh the younger one all the younger ones (laughs) some of the things that they're pulling out now the the flare pants and the crocs and it's outrageous uh, isn't it 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 is but well i mean they all seem to be wearing it so i guess it's cool maybe i should get a pair of crocs and and join in.
2: Look, I've got a pair of Crocs and honestly, I'm not even like that cool. They're just so convenient to pop on. Yeah. If you want to like roll into your kitchen then just like you take your dog for a walk in the park. Like they are a very easy slip on shoe. But the way that the youth wear like low rise jeans, I can just never get around. So, like see <laughs> yes. a generational shift between me and my mum jeans, baggy jeans versus like Youth that are wearing like low rises, I was like, Oh, I know, yeah, never put my gut out like that. That's just not, nah.
1: we're on the same page, there definitely. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But
2: good on them if you've got it for one, it's very Erica O'Shea. If I had her rig, I tell you what, everyone would know yep. about it. <laughs> <laughs> everyone would know, yeah,
0: she's got she's got uh six pack, hasn't she? Because I've seen photos of her and they're like chiseled abs, she's got or something like she's very toned.
1: There is a few with, with six packs this year, yeah, definitely.
0: Oh, oh really, yeah.
1: I mean, uh, good luck to
2: them. I'll be drinking beer on the stands and I'll be, I'll be cheering on.
1: But yeah, I'd love to, love to be doing that too.
2: Yeah, look, after the game, I'll just, you know what, I'll come to the back line and I'll just surely Croc. If you keep Darcy Vesio scoreless or even to less than three goals, surely Croc lets you have a tail in the middle ah. of the street. Surely. <laughs>
1: Oh, I don't know how well that would go down, but <laughs> actually,
2: that's probably not good for Channel 7 cameras either. No, <laughs>
1: maybe if we win the Premiership, I'll, yes. I'll come and find you.
2: Yeah, okay, done. You know what? If you're the Premiership, it'll be, it won't be just one. It'll be a slab. It'll be a slab of cruises. Whatever you uh, want, it'll be there waiting for you on ice.
1: Lovely. Thank you. <laughs>
2: you're
0: welcome. Yeah, no, I'll probably be right behind you too uh, there. so uh, Best singing voice at the club?
1: Oh, this is a tough one. Um... Oh, again, there's a few that rate themselves. I would say probably Ali Gavalis. Um, there's some media content coming out soon, so you can be um, oh, the, the judge of that, I guess, um, with a few singing voices. So, yeah, I'm sure they all rate themselves. But, yeah, again, Gav or, or probably Talia. I don't know. They're the ones in the gym that that seem to be singing.
0: Oh, Okay. What about uh, who looks at their muscles in a gym when working out?
1: Oh, Probably all the forwards. I feel like the forwards are always in front of the mirror. Um, yeah. Alice O'Loughlin's yeah. always in front of the mirror doing something. Yeah, posing.
0: Yeah, yeah no. that's
1: right.
0: You don't have to look far to see a couple of them. So, yeah. it's so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, all good. Uh, Claire, did you want to add anything else or ask Sarah oh, a question no. before we depart?
2: I mean, thank you so much. I know it sounds really lame, um, but it's 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 a true privilege, and and so wonderful to watch these women come out and represent Arden Street. So it just feels very special. And I know, I think it's the Good Friday round, or I saw some PR around. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is really, really kind of cool. So that'll be awesome. Does that mean like a special jersey or something for you this week, or what is? I know I've seen some PR around, um, some players going to the the hospital, but is it is there something? I guess maybe we as as members can do um, in order to donate or something like that?
1: Um, I'm sure it'll come out, or I think it is on the socials at the moment. Um, no special Guernsey or anything like that, but I'm um, pretty sure we're going to have a Guard of Honour and and hopefully get um, some kids involved um, on game day. Yeah, and it's just, yeah, like I said, I'm pretty sure it'll be on the socials just to donate um, whatever you can and, and, yeah, and get involved by coming down to the game. There's going to be um, a lot of activities and, and stuff yeah. and things to do, so... Yeah, if everyone can get down, that'd be nice. Yeah. I'll be yeah, at the I Pimms cart see...
2: if you need me. Oh, right.
0: <laughs> oh. oh sorry, what well, was that clear? I, I'll uh, cut you I'm going
2: they had a they had, they had this amazing idea during summer to make a PIMS, you know, the um the drink, the PIMS cart. And so I just kind of sit and hang around oh. there and I kind of end up <laughs> just drinking a bit too much and getting a bit too nervous. So I end up hanging like a, a liter of, of gin whilst I watch the girls. <laughs> So drink responsibly, everyone, and don't know what you can. Is the main yeah. is the main um, takeaways from from what I'm trying to say. Apologies, <laughs>
0: Dick. Yeah. Uh... I did see they've got uh, food trucks, a uh, number of food trucks they line up there on uh, on the weekend on Sunday as well. So that's, uh, that's Andy. And like uh, Sarah said, um, yeah, get down if you can. Um, yeah, if you've got time, why not get down watch the girls? Uh, only a couple of hours um, and hopefully we can get a, a good win. Uh, Claire, always a pleasure.
2: Yeah, and- thank you for having me. It's been really lovely. And thank you, Sarah. It's been a, a wonder to share the podcast with you today. I really appreciate it. No,
1: thanks for having me. It's been really nice.
0: There. Good luck on Sunday, Sarah. Hopefully, we can get the four points. Uh, Thanks. Yeah, thanks for coming on once again. Much appreciated. And I'm sure I'll chat to you soon. So, thank you very much to those girls for coming on tonight uh, to talk all things North Melbourne AFLW, especially Sarah Wright, uh, taking time out of her busy schedule to come on a show and talk about her performance as well as the team performance. And thank you very much to all your listeners for coming on as well. Uh, yeah, thank you for all the likes, uh, retweets, and comments you all put out uh, for the show. It's much appreciated. Also, if you can leave a rating review on your favorite podcast platform, you use as well. That would be much appreciated. I'll be back on Monday this week. I don't know if I'm going to do the men's or talk about the men's. I should say if there's any more news. Do uh, start doing um yeah like end of season. Uh, reviews on players or anything like that, or whether I um, review the women's game that's happened this Sunday. And don't forget to check uh, au if you want a brilliant Harry Sheasel portrait. So, yeah, look out for that. If you've got any questions about that, make sure you check me out. So that's it uh, for me. Like I said, I'll be back on Monday. So tonight I will leave a shout-out to uh, your best 22 plus one. Uh, that That is Hayley Savage, uh, so you can find them at at I-N-F-C-A-C. Bye for now, and go roos.